So meets big secret revealed. Plus, who said they were depressed while filming? We're covering all the week's top 90 day headlines right now on 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey there, 90 Day Fanatics. Welcome to the show that covers all the hot headlines. We keep you posted on what this cast is up to. IRL, that means in real time. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Christy Olson. And joining me is one of the hosts of AfterBuzz TV's 90 Day Fiance After Shows, every single one of them. It's Linda Antwi. <laughs> Facts. Hey guys! Love it. Love it. I'm like 90 day all in. You're the 90 day woman. For real, for real. And we break down all the news every single week. Nothing gets past us, I'd like to say. I want to say that between the two of us, yeah, no. If I don't have the deets, she does. For real, and for we real. are, of course, covering today Sumit's big secret. We have uh, a marriage to talk about, a brand new one. Devin also revealed some very heartbreaking news today. A lot to talk about there. Someone admitted to being depressed while filming. Nicole and Azin are celebrating a big anniversary. And you will not <laughs> guess the latest that's going down with Darcy, Tom, and the tomfoolery with Jesse. So we will get to all of yes. that. We are, of course, broadcasting live, which we love to do. We want to remind you to hit that subscribe button and give us your thoughts on all this crazy stuff going down. We have a ton of people already giving their opinions in the live chat. Yeah. I want to say hello to Kimberly and Selwonk. Lucy's here this week. We got all you guys. They're already talking about Sumit's big secret, trying to get their guesses in. Before uh, I reveal what has come to light today. Linda, did you think you know what Sumit's secret is? Just I had no the idea. Show? I, th- I knew it was something. Like, you can't be that fearful and that weak, according to, like, your your family. Because I actually know the Indian tradition very well growing up in Canada. Yeah. Um, and so I get it strict, but he was doing the most, really. He, he was doing yeah. the most. And, and when Christina <clears throat> was basically like hey listen you know what you sound like a weak man like if you love her just do like bring her to your family and say this is what I want to do he wasn't really having it so I think that he's trying to have his cake and eat it too really Oh, have his cake and eat it too. As in, possibly he is already married. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is the scoop coming from Soap Dirt today. They say a source close to production told them that Sumit reveals his big secret during the couple's tell-all, which was filmed a few weeks ago, and that he reveals that he is already married. With kids. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, that's in the live chat they're saying, just heard that Sumit is married. He also could be betrothed to, that is the norm after he's pretty old to be single. There's some extra speculation, but the original story from the source did not include anything about kids, but did say that this was a prearranged marriage, something that's not probably uncommon where Sumit comes from. And the biggest factor here, though, you're not going to believe this. All the other rest of the cast that heard this at the tell-all were floored by it, of course. But not Jenny, because she reportedly already knew that Sumit is married. WTF! What are you talking about? What? So she knew and she still went to India? Yes. Reportedly. Not caring that he was married. Well, not caring. Thinking that he was going to leave his wife and marry her. Possibly. Or, you know, maybe Sumit didn't clue her in until she got there. You know what? I, I'm, 
Okay. So here's what I think. So if, if that is indeed the case and Jenny knew that he was married and she had already been there because she had been there years earlier and stayed for like six months, then, yeah. you know, you knew what you were getting into and you decided to get into it anyways. That's on you. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that, though. I can't believe that she would know that he was already married and still like uproot her life and go to think that she was going to get married to him after his parents were like nah well because he doesn't strike me as someone who is like manipulative he's obviously not comfortable lying like he's not a good liar he's not he's not playing this like elusive man with a secret very well you don't think so no because he's like so nervous and worried Mm and but remember how he met her he catfished her on facebook so well, that's he's, true. he's used to lying. He might not be good at it, but he's used to it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think that yeah. the nervousness comes from getting caught. Mm-hmm. That's the part, but not the part where you're like, oh my God, I'm lying and I don't feel comfortable lying. I think he's comfortable lying. I think he just doesn't want to get caught. And also, does he have more than one secret? Is this the secret that he's talking about in the latest episodes? Or is this just another secret that comes out by the time we see the tell-all? I feel like it's just another secret that comes out. I think that he's lied upon lied upon lied. And I don't know if you guys know, but last week we interviewed Christina. And Christina basically couldn't tell us too much, but she was basically like, in the moment... That we saw, which was last week's episode, she believed him to be true, but that's not the case moving forward. But she couldn't say anything else. And she didn't hate on him very hard. Like, when I watched your interview with Christina, I kind of thought, well, this is a woman who is not terribly angry with Sumit for what he's doing to her mom. So maybe what he's doing can't be that bad. Uh, I feel like she knows that she's under an NDA, and I feel Um. like she knew that she couldn't say as much as she wanted to say, but she was clear saying, like, I supported it then, I don't support it now, without saying those words. Yeah. Well, that was a great interview. Everybody should go and check that out. It's on last week's The Other Way After Show, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we don't we don't know for a hundred percent Sumit's marriage status, but we do know a couple other ninety day alums got hitched. Yes, recently, Stephen and Olga. If you guys remember Stephen, and you know it's so funny because I felt like Stephen was the most immature during his season. Yes, but way to grow up, Stephen. So uh-huh. Stephen like got all his things in line, got Olga over, and she posted on Instagram uh, that they got married. Uh, just very recently, and I want to say... This is, uh, Friday. Friday, yeah. And, and she posted, but he hasn't. No. And the reason why he hasn't is because anytime he posts, he gets trolled hard. So he posts very, very limitedly. So Why she, do the fans hate on him so hard? I don't know. You know, I think maybe his season was a rough she- season. I mean, I feel like he didn't come off as super bad, but I did feel like he came off as a bit... Um, needy self-involved yes right yeah. yeah but like you say he's really made a turnaround he brought olga and alex over yeah, in look, april of this look year. at alex so cute but what do you think about the timing of this okay i assumed that olga and the baby came over here and that this was all going to be part of a new season of probably 90 day fiance right mm-hmm. but if she is revealing that they are married that's something we wouldn't normally hear about because they want you to wait and see it on the show, right? Uh, so if we're getting spoiled like this, and also the timing, if they came in April, it has been more than 90 days since th- that she and Alex have been here for them to get married. So what is going on I here? think you don't know with TLC what's going on. I think they can absolutely appear on Happily Ever After. Yeah. I think they can absolutely uh, do that. And I think that 
You just never know. Like, I recently read about um, Molly and her business partner. They're going to be on Pillow Talk, which wasn't announced. And Molly announced it on her Instagram yesterday. So I think that TLC has a lot of balls in the air. And you just don't know who's doing what and what's doing who. I wouldn't be surprised to see them unhappy lover after because now that they're married. I wonder if she's re- if they're replacing another duo that we're supposed to be on Pillow Talk. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, we are going to do a little digging on that, folks. Find out. I do love Molly, though. I do. I anxious, love her. Anxious to see her on that one. But I would definitely watch Steven and Olga on another season of the show, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Now that she's in the U.S. and their kid's a little grown. Yeah, her journey in America and what that looks like. Yeah. I think it would be super fascinating. Well, stay tuned to see if we will see it on the show. But something that we have not seen or heard about on the show is Devin's daughter, Drisilla's biological father. Mm. Right? So we've gotten to know Devin on the show a little bit and Drisilla and her uh, high energy antics, shall we say. She's yeah. a very precocious young lady. And uh, now on the show, Devin is over in, um, South in South Korea with Jihoon. She has chosen to leave Drisilla back home. And a lot of people have bombarded Devin with questions about Drusilla's birth father. Who is he? What kind of relationship did you have? Where is he now? Is he involved in her life? What, who, what, why, when, and where? To the point where Devin took to her Instagram stories early this morning to beg people to stop asking her and in doing that made a huge admission about her relationship with Drusilla's father calling it very abusive and saying that she's still trying to recover from it which is why she doesn't want to talk about it. She says it will be addressed in the future. It's a sensitive topic and she basically wants y'all to stop asking her which is completely understandable especially if she is still in the healing phase. Devin of course also revealed a few weeks ago that uh, she had a close family member pass away in a terrible way right before filming started. Mm -hmm. Yeah so clearly Devin's going through a lot and it's a lot that we haven't seen on screen. Yeah agreed agreed and you know what's so interesting about Devin is that when I first got introduced to her this season, I thought, oh, she's a little flighty, but she has shown up to be the responsible one in the mm-hmm. relationship. And I think that um, just even seeing her responses to to people asking about who the dad is and, and seeing her in this last episode talking about how you had all of this time to prepare and you've done nothing, it just shows me like she's really stepped up as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think that because she was going through all the stuff that she was going through during the early stages of filming, that probably skewed our perception of who she was. Yes. And now some time has passed, and we see, like, you know what? She's not messing around. Like, she's really the mom. She's really trying to be the best mom that she can be for her two children, and she's worried that Jihoon is kind of flaky and, and is not going to be ready to prepare because like she said it's his turn to take care of this family it is and that will eventually I would think include Drusilla being there with them I did wonder if the reason why Drusilla didn't go was because something with the biological father that he didn't sign off that he does have some sort of custodial rights and wasn't going to sign off on her obviously sign off on her being on the show if he has custody if well, he doesn't he wouldn't have to agree to anything well we heard her say that she wanted to go there and get set up before she yes we heard her say that. But. Christy. What is the real story? That, that makes sense to me, though. Like, I know she wants us to stop asking questions. That's like, that. super responsible. It's super responsible to say, hey, you know what? I don't know what I'm gonna get getting into. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing my young baby who to the father, and I'm going to leave my other daughter for two weeks, and then my parents are going to bring her over once we're established. Like, that makes sense. All right. It does. It makes sense to me, at least. Like, <laughs> 
Don't just pick up and go and be like, hey, all four of us are living in Jihoon's parents' small one-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, either way, the birth father either had to sign off on Drizilla being on the show and then also sign off on Devin taking her out of the country, or he doesn't have any custodial rights to her. We'll see. Right? We'll see. Definitely one or the other. Let's check in a little bit with our live chat. Sorry, guys. Mine was stalling a little bit before. So we have you now with us. Nikia said, who hurt my sweet baby, Devin? I want names. <laughs> Holly said, Devin needs to go home. Jihoon is so irresponsible. Like, get it together. You're a father now. I've thought that, too. You know? And I think his, obviously, his big secret is going to be that he is drowning in credit card debt. But Debt. If Devin has dealt with much worse in her relationships, maybe that's something that she can... So that she can cope with. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you 1,000%. I, I'm just like in the live chat like, wow. You guys are saying the most. Um, YouTube lover lover is laughing at everything that, that's going on in the live chat. And I just think it's funny. <laughs> they are LOLing up in there. Although these topics aren't exactly what I would call LOL topics. But when you're someone like Colt... I think people are bound to be a little skeptical. What is he saying this week, Linda? Oh, Colty. So (laughs) Colty is saying that during the filming, he was majorly depressed. He was overworked. He was, it felt like filming and his day job were two separate jobs and it was getting the best of him. So he's saying that, basically he's saying that the jerk that he portrayed himself to be, in my opinion was not who he really is. He was overworked, he was depressed, and that's not the real him. And trying to save a doomed marriage. A doomed marriage, too. right. So I was like, mm, really, cult, really? Because, you know. <laughs> You've been hard on cult. Well, so he... He's the worst. He's the worst. And and, and depression is real, and I, and I get that. And I think that if that's the case, then you know, that's unfortunate and I hope he's making it through it and taking the proper steps to to move past that. Mm -hmm. But I hope that he's not using it as an excuse because I feel like between him and and Debbie, there's a lot of manipulation that goes on in, in that household. And so I don't know what to believe. I really don't know what to believe. Well, I think you're you're right that this could just be a huge manipulation. He got so much bad press after the tell-all and the way that he treated some of the female cast members. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even now, he just he has become a completely uh, a martyr, really, of this show. And I still maintain that I think he's shooting with Jess right now and that he's going to be on an upcoming season. So I think this is probably being orchestrated by producers like, hey, dude, you really got to switch your image up a little bit. Yeah. Charm Suzanne in the live chat is saying trying to fix his image for Pillow Talk. Facts. Ah. And Mary Bouchard is saying Colt is trying to save face. Um, Brandon saying, I believe him. She's crazy. Oh, he thinks Larissa drove Colty to being depressed. Yeah. And then Nakia Emanuel is saying, Colty needs to realize that his mother, Debbie, is the cause of all caps. Um, the stress in his, li- in his life, I'm assuming that says, hello, Norman Bates, anyone? Oh, wow. I'm not- I always thought Debbie was a little more innocent than Hell everyone no. did. I think no. I think nope. that whole storyline of her being nosy was just Larissa keeps saying it and production went with it. Nope. But I can be team Larissa and team Debbie, right? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. And nope. She Debbie's crazy. So. Debbie has a really and I've said this since day one. If you guys watch our 90 Day Fiance other shows, I've said 
for the record, that that relationship is is unnatural, and I don't get it. You can be close to your parents, but that whole thing, and even them appearing on Pillow Talk together, okay. Yeah, the chat role is uh, calling it creepy. It's completely creepy. It's super weird. Super weird. Oh, Linda, they love your top. We've got some kind folks in the oh, live chat thank today. Thank you. Thank you. I, thank you. <laughs> this top was like the work top. It, well, it's looking good. Why Thank don't you. you why don't you tell the people about Nicole and Asin? Okay, you know, first and foremost, I'm gonna say this. I'm sick of Nicole. Oh done and done. She went there. Done and done. But you know what? I think Nicole's sick of being on reality TV. And here's why I think that. I, I think agree. that there like she said, there's no um future filming mm-hmm. in production right now with her. Uh we know that she's working at Starbucks. And recently she had a Starbucks online contest for her fans that you had to name a coffee bean that you liked, you put it in her stories, and then she was going to pick a winner, and then she was going to send you out a bag of Starbucks coffee beans, and that was that. Was that. So that's fine. I'm all for Nicole doing the 9 to 5, on the yes. grind, single mom, all of that. I'm not mad at that. What I think is interesting is that she also posted on her Instagram a picture of her and May and Azan FaceTiming, saying it was their four-year anniversary, as you guys who watched. Really? Ah, uh, really? <laughs> like, really, Christy, really? No, that was okay, sarcastic. <laughs> because I feel like I've seen... <laughs> This exact photo of Azan in the dark, in the shadows, before, with Nicole minus minus May. And basically she's saying, it's our four-year anniversary coming up soon, and I love FaceTiming with you, and you're the love of my life. And, uh, okay, I'll read it. I love nights like this. Soon it will be our four years, and it's crazy how much we've been through. Ups and downs, rumors, tears, fights, love, connection, faith love again we've been through it all all the time we are are getting stronger as a couple understanding more of each other our journey is longer than others (laughs) dude 90 days try like nine years but um it's longer than others but that doesn't make it less true to each other just means we get stronger along the way one day we'll never have to leave each other's side and it would be amazing. She is Until sticking then, to it. I'll continue to support you as you support me. I love you. So she's saying we are still together. The plans have not changed. I, I don't know what her motivation would be in doing this if she isn't going to be on the show anymore. She gets a lot of hullabaloo from the fans. She gets it bad from people. I, she has said that. I think we can all agree that the fans are pretty hard on her. Why would she open herself up to that if she was still faking this relationship? Like, I don't know. This made me feel, this post made me feel like kind of legit about them again. Like, oh, okay. Well, there's no cameras rolling and they are still together and they are still communicating and they are still planning a future together. At least Nicole is. At least Nicole is. If you're listening on podcast form, I'm shaking my head no. No, Christy, no. No, Christy, no. I will never forget Nicole being on live chat with Ashley and basically saying she doesn't do anything unless she gets paid. I think that she posted that because she wants to be on whatever future 90-day thing is and, and, and ride it out. I think that 
we remember from season one where she talked, where her mom talked about how she was like a bull and it was a round hole square peg and she'll just bully her way through. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she's sticking to. I think she will never admit that her and Azan didn't work out. I think she'll never admit that it wasn't a real thing. I think she'll never admit that it's like kind of a little bit catfishy, but whatever. Yeah. I think that she is going to play this out as far as she can. So posting that they're together, it's been four years, and it's going to be better than ever soon. That's just a tease for TLC to say, hey, you know what? Everyone's so interested in their story. Mm-hmm. Let's have another season of them and see what happens. I think that that's what it is. Because you know what? At the end of the day, she's going to get paid. Yeah. And that's what it's all about for her. Ah, oh, gosh. I just think if she was hanging on to it like that, then she wouldn't be getting up at probably 3 a.m. every day and No, nah, dude. No. Nah. I don't even know if that's a, I don't even... Well, first, I don't even know if that picture is true. Second, I think her, her daughter's in school now. I think that, you know, she's had instability for such a long time yeah. that... You know, we know that she worked at a coffee place before. Why not be in Starbucks and get all the publicity that that goes with that? Do you know what I mean? Because it works both ways for them. Reality Star, Starbucks, everyone knows those brands. Mm -hmm. It's a win-win situation. Okay, well, we shall see if they pop up on a future season of the show. Mark my words, Christy, it's going to (laughs) happen. I mean, she wouldn't be the first person. She could get an entirely new boyfriend and come be on the show again, you know? She's some people some people do that. She's not doing that. She's sticking to his on. She's sticking to it. She's sticking to it. If she can get like a, a picture here, a picture there, a phone call here, a FaceTime there, that's all she needs. Oh. That's all she's provided for the last, what, four years? Besides <laughs> two trips to Morocco. <laughs> well, let's talk about the woman who has appeared on this show oh, with not Darcy. just one, but a second debonair man. So, Darcy recently posted, and I'm all for this, you are. Yes, yes. listen up, people. 1,000% for this, Darcy posted on Instagram that she is in the running to be the cover girl for Maxim magazine. Woo! And she is looking for votes. Guys, I think that you should go to her profile and vote Darcy, 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 because I would love to see her on Maxim. I think she's she'd be perfect. I think she's got the high thigh high boots down, yes. the hair down. The makeup down. I think she would be perfect for this. And why not see like a reality star on, on a Maxim cover? Yeah, and Stacy's running too. I think maybe they're gunning for a, a twin cover. Yeah, I mean, I'm good for that, but I, I'm all for Darcy really right now. I am too. And I I mean, I have to say, I would never have the lady balls to do this. Really? This is putting yourself out there in such a way, not only saying, hey, people, I think that I belong on the cover of Maxim magazine, which in Darcy's case is absolutely true. But you're putting that out there. Not only that, but you're also opening yourself up to all the people who maybe don't think you should be a cover girl to, like, comment and let you know what they think about you. I mean, this is just, she's opening herself up in in a way people come at her all the time that they think she's insecure and she's not confident. I think that she is insecure and I think that she does have some confident issues. And so why not put yourself on Maxim and, and, and kind of conquer that? I'm all for it. I think that if you need external validation and and this being part of it, then go for it. The live chat is definitely weighing in on this one. Caroline says, Darcy is nuts, but looks great. She's entertaining as well. And I like Tom. 
Uh, Lucy said, talking in, oh, they're on a whole other, uh, a whole other planet here. Sel Wong says she belongs in Cougar Magazine. And YouTube lover, she's a Barbie doll, but even more fake. I mean, she's real hot. Okay, so, she, yes, Darcy wears all of her emotions on the outside of her body. Yeah. <laughs> But that does not take away from the fact that I think that she photographs well. Mm-hmm. I think she filters well. I think that she's got a pulse on like hair and makeup. And I think she would be a great Maxim cover magazine girl. So, guys, go out and vote for Darcy. Darcy, Darcy, <laughs> Darcy. I'm all for it. There's a charity component as well. So it's just good things all around for everybody. And, and I mean, that would be my favorite news story ever if we were talking about Back. how she was on the cover of the mag. Well, what are, what are those two gentlemen up to that have been her gentleman callers in the past? Let's talk a little bit about Tom and Jesse. You know, Darcy's not the only one putting herself out there. We told you last week, Linda told you last week, about Tom's Instagram fakery, shall we call it, using other people's Mm -hmm. photos of high-end stuff to kind of look like a baller. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesse has responded. He is finally weighing in on his ex-lady's new man with a very sassy tweet. He said, LOL to the people now. Hashtag Jesse was right. Don't tell me I didn't warn you. The truth always comes out. I raise my glass to those drinking responsibly. Ew, Jesse, shut up. The real entrepreneurs and the real with actual real estate and businesses who don't need to fake designer to portray fake reality. It's an illusion. Wow. Lofty response from somebody who also travels the world showing off luxury things and is questionable. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I think I I don't know what to take from this. What I will say is that if you go to Tim's Instagram, Mm -hmm. Tim posts a response um, from an article that. that So this is the other ways, Tim of Tim and Jennifer. Yes, Tim and Timothy going by Tim. Tim Malcolm calls Jesse Miser a pathetic coattail rider after this whole Darcy Silver thing. Mm -hmm. And he said, who else can't stand Mr. Illusion? And there's a whole uh, YouTube video that accompanies it. Well, Tom can't stand Jesse so much. So much so that Tom has now challenged Jesse to a fight. Just this morning on Insta Stories, he posted this, what you're looking at right now, and telling Jesse, hey, get man up, dude. Stop hiding behind your computer. Let's get in the ring. And uh, Tom also calls out Tim and says that he should be the ring man. I don't know if he means announcer or ref. Either way, this mm-hmm. is going to be genius. Mm-hmm. And Tom wants to do it, of course, for charity. Would you pay to see that? Linda Antwi. All day, every day. <laughs> All day, every day. Tim, Nine rounds. Tim as the ringmaster, Tom and Jesse in the ring. Yes. Go ahead and make it pay-per-view. I'm there. Jesse hasn't responded yet. Do you think he will respond? Do you think he will be down to do this? I don't think he'll be down to do it. I do think he will respond because it's part of his whole 15 minutes of fame. With some like something condescending that yeah. like implies that he's above yeah. violence or something. And I still am sticking to it. I think that we're going to see Jesse on the tello. There's no way that he was in New York at the same time that the tello was filming. And now Tim knows who he is and Tom knows who he is. 
without that being a thing. So mm-hmm. I'm sticking to that. Yep, and I think there was some definite heat between the two mm-hmm. of them probably at that tell-all, mm-hmm. and that's why they're going so hard exactly. at each other now. Yes. Oh, let's check yes. in with our chat roll. YouTube lovers said, Tom is too thick to fight. Nakia, what time? What channel? <laughs> I am there with my popcorn. <laughs> Nakia is so funny. You, you and I both. Oh, Lucy said, Jesse, your 15 minutes of fame is over. Exit stage left. Tom puts the Tom in tomfoolery. <laughs> you guys are sassy today. I love it. So I cannot wait to hear what you all think of this. Our final story, but probably the most groundbreaking. So follow me here. Aladdin of Aladdin and Laura. His BFF Eamon, who we've seen on the show and who we see on his Insta pictures all the time. These guys mm-hmm. are BFFs for sure. Eamon mm-hmm. wrote this uh, very poetic Facebook post yeah uh accusing the show of being fake okay he says i am aladdin's best friend we know that he claims also that tlc flew him out for the wedding so he was there and he said uh what you saw did not really happen that production was feeding the people lines and just basically makes a whole lot of uh accusations about the show being fake and production orchestrating things. He caps that all off by insulting one of my personal faves, Laura, and saying that, you know, she made the decision to jeopardize their relationship by going and being on reality TV for money. So Amen went in hard. I think you better watch it if he's going to go that hard on Laura because she's a sweet woman. And obviously there's no question as to what her intentions were. She was not trying to be on a reality show and get paid. She was trying to be with a hot man. I mean, those are facts. I, <laughs> I think that as a peripheral player in this, um, you know, we just talked about extending your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. I think that's a little bit has to do with this. I think that because people are now trying to, like, have sides on who are you with? Are you with Laurie? with Aladdin? Who are you with? Mm-hmm. He's trying to, to promote, you know, himself. team... Yeah. Team Allen. Yeah. yeah, but he's just Not kind of standing up Allen, for his team boy. Him. Yeah, I'm, I'm standing up for my boy, and this is what I know, and this is what's true. Mm-hmm. But really, you probably film for like half a day, one day, for the whole season, and you really don't know anything. So your opinion is that. It's your opinion, but I don't necessarily think it's true. Because I'm going to stick with really the New York Times um, yes, article exactly. that we saw where we saw the new couples that we haven't met mm-hmm. and we saw an impartial person. A journalist who was embedded with yes. the crew and is impartial said she rarely saw anything being faked That's and it. that the cast was asked what she called leading questions yeah. but not ever told to say anything outrightly. Not only that, but David of David and Annie who has yeah. been on like every spinoff and is filmed with TLC quite a bit said the problem could actually be not that the show is fake because it's not but that some couples lie to production yeah. to kind of ramp up their storyline right. and get more airtime. And we see that a lot. We see that, I think we see that a lot. I think that we saw that with Evelyn and Corey, yes. knowing that they were already married and now they're on the other way and they've been married for five years. So a lot of that is going to be conjured up from online, people who investigate online. And so if your story is real, then your story is real and you might like it or you might not like it as a fan and a viewer. But what people don't like is they don't like to be lied to. Like, say what it is, what it is, and how it is, mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Yeah, like Caesar and Maria exactly. is, is the one that pops up in my mind. Oh my goodness, I can't even. I can't. Can we just have Caesar not on this season? Can we just call it a wrap? I'm done. That's, I, and I know this is not the other way yet. 
Stay tuned for later today. But I'm done with Caesar. Let's check in a little bit with the live chat. Nakia said, fake or real, as long as I'm entertained, I don't even care. Okay. Ize says, David's friend said they asked him to ask Annie for that Thai massage. Oh, that's right. I do remember that from kind of back in the day. Lori said, all the couples are train wrecks and I love watching it. I mean, they don't care. Fake, real, as long as I'm entertained, I really don't care, Nikia says. Nope. Wow, guys. Oh, Tia is thinking that the other way season is especially fake. I don't know. I think they have to take maybe more liberties there because they maybe don't get everything on camera that they need for that show. I'm going to tell you, the other way is super entertaining because it's the first season. And if you remember any of the first seasons for any of the 90 days, those couples seem much more raw because they don't know what they're getting into. Yes. And that's what makes for entertaining TV because they can't, they're not scripting anything and they're not, it's all new to them. So you're seeing all the newness of it. Um, it's also the longest season uh, that they've had yet. So It's a really long season. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Because we know but. Pillow Talk starts on the 15th, and that's going to cover the last six, I believe, episodes. So, yep. so we are t- we are in it to win it on that one, we people. We really are. We know that Family Chantel ends next week, mm-hmm. season finale. But then we just move on to the rest of the 90 days. Oh, and we love it. Well, while we are on uh, the other way, let's play a little round of Do We Ship It? We are going to give you a 90-day couple, and we're going to talk about, do we ship them? Like, are they keeping this relationship forever? Or do we ship them out? Adios, not going to last. So, I give you Jenny and Sumit and his big secret and <laughs> all the other factors here. The fact that he keeps leaving her alone in a foreign country. She is just so darn sweet. But do you think those two will ever make it down the aisle, will make it last? Oh, am I going first? Okay, I'm shipping them out as in ship it. I don't believe it. I think after my in- yes, yes, after my interview with Christina, I think that um, they're not going to make it. I think that uh, given all the rumors that have come out as of late with the family and being married and all of that, I think that that only makes sense because you guys got to remember when they met for the first like year or so, he had that hot. I want to say like Michael Ma- right something. Maxim cover guy as <laughs> who he was and then he finally admitted to her and sent a photo and you know she spent six months there when the family knew who she was and sent her back and said no you can never marry him and then she comes back for a second time and now he's leaving her he's lying to his daughter her daughter um, and basically he said in this last episode if you watched it that if his family was upset, then he would leave Jenny. And then he tried to backpedal that mm-hmm. and say, oh, I didn't mean to say that. So I don't think they're going to last. I think that this season we're going to see it revealed that whatever his secret is, it's not good. And he's not for Jenny. And I'll say this. Mm. If you remember for the very first episode of The Other Way, he had not decided whether he wanted to be with Jenny or not. And he said it to camera. That's right. He said... I don't know whether I'll choose my family or Jenny. And that, to me, sets the tone for the entire season. That's right. The live chat says, adios. Ship them out. Ship them all the way out. Ship them out. Ship her home. Ship them out. Uh, Nikia said, I tried to be hopeful that Jenny and Samit would work out, but no, not anymore. I second that. I'm going to ship these two out as well. But I think they truly love each other. 
I think he really loved her. She obviously really loved them, him. I think they had a genuine relationship that if there weren't all these other factors of the family not approving, him possibly already being married, I think they maybe could make it work. But the problem here is not that they don't love each other or that their relationship is fake. The problem is just all the outside issues. Or, you know, Samit's issues that he's brought from the outside, I guess I should say. I'll go with that. I think that <laughs> Jenny really did love him and I think she was hopeful. I think that he enjoyed the attention that she was giving him. I think that he enjoyed that she was a foreigner and from the West. Mm-hmm. I think that he thought that she uh, had a lot of money because not only is she older and had already established her life, that she was moving on to the next step. And I think that he thought that he would be able to, like, woo her a little bit. And that that would be enough for her. Um, That's why he rented the place and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to go back home. But but you got this, right? (laughs) You got this, right? Uh, So, yeah. I feel feel for... I feel for Jenny because I think that she is a sweetheart in and of itself. Like yeah. her soul is sweet. I think Sammy, you know, they say how you come in it is how you are. And he came in it as a catfish and that's who he is. Uh, the, li- it- the live chat is going even further. They're saying he just wanted to be on TV so he could make money for these kids that we're all so sure he has. Lori said, I could never live in a third world country like that. I mean, it's true. Jenny made a huge sacrifice to go and be with him. Jenny's going to be the grandma to his kids he already has with his wife. Oh, cold, <laughs> but hilarious. Uh, Ize says, I think she was a fetish. Blonde hair, blue eyes. He did make a big deal out of yeah. that. And Lisa said, hey, ladies, let the guy come to you. That yeah. is good advice, Lisa. And some that maybe uh, everybody on this show could could take. So on that note, on it that has note. been really fun breaking down the week's news headlines with yes. you guys. Thank you to the hundred, hundred and some people who are watching. I bet we, I think we had hundreds at some point there. Linda, tell everybody where why they should stick around here to After Buzz Reality uh, TV. Stick around. We have the family Chantel, the most of the most coming up. We have the other way and before the 90 days, all today, all on, on After Buzz TV. Find me all across social media at Linda So Girly. Hit me up with your latest and greatest. And guys, don't forget to watch uh, 90 Day Fiance News daily, every single day right here on After Buzz Reality. That's why you want to hit that subscribe button. I give you a little a little short version of all the hottest news every single day. So yes. Make sure you're hitting that up, and we will see you next week for more 90 Day Fiance News. Enjoy the after shows. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.